This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. You bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and we are here with you. We'll get to all our bets for tonight coming up as we move along. But uh, for now, we're going to start here. And for a lot of this hour, we are going to do this uh, this new combined segment here as we do Lockmas and Eight Buckets. Uh, we don't have to play the entire open, but Jake, you could fade the uh, Lockmas music back up here underneath us here for this segment. So, Ken, before we get to the first team, SEC team, that we will draw out of the bucket, the SEC will be the first conference we do. We'll do it throughout the course of the week this week. We're going to try and name the bucket ranges. So I think we've settled yeah. on 21-plus dump trucking. If you're a 21 or more favorite, or do we do dump trucking or you get dump trucked so it works like in, basically? Is it both? Okay, got it. So dump trucking or you get dump trucked. That's 21 or more favorite and dog. Okay. Uh, And then next is what, 14 to 21? 14 to 21 or 20.9. You said jackhammering should be... So I'll give you some options. What are our other words? Yep, dump trucking, jackhammered. I really like. Bulldozed. We can we can hat tip to Brett McMurphy who comes on with us all the time and do seal clubbed because it's college football. That's good. I like railroaded. Railroaded's really good. Like is which is worse? It's a really important philosophical question. Getting jackhammered or railroaded? I think railroaded's the worst. Yeah. Because like a because like a train's really big is that the idea like a railroad yes. well, is like, really bad if, if you get yeah. you're railroaded like you're finished like Jack, okay. you're finished both both of them you're finished okay so is like twenty one or more dump trucking or you get dump trucked fourteen to twenty twenty point nine is you get ra- you you railroad someone your team or you get railroaded all right so okay so let me ask you this okay final score of a game is thirty seven seventeen are you more likely to say a railroaded or jackhammered railroaded probably but i don't think jackhammered right. is like 7 to 13.9 do we now here's the really funny thing should it be like dump trucking jackhammering likely win <laughs> like should, 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 should <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah but, but but like final score of a game 56 nothing 
Are you more likely to say jackhammered or railroaded? Dump truck every time, by the way, which is what it's, I mean, it's my go-to for, which I stole from Van Pelt, but it's my go-to for like huge blowout. Okay, so dump truck 21 or more. Yep. I think railroaded's 14 to 21, jackhammered is 7 to what, 13.9? 7 to 13.9. And then, uh, and then... (laughs) What do you call toss up seven? Yeah, toss up. Yeah, toss up. Okay. So toss up, jackhammered, railroaded, dump trucks. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it a great deal. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, all right, let me. Uh, I, just, I have to actually keep track of these so that I say the right one. But I'll I'll give you. So the point is, I'll give you a projected point spread. So people are used to eight buckets. Uh, Nick will read the game on the team schedule, and we'll kind of uh, back and forth have a conversation about what the number will be when we get to the game. This isn't going to work like that. Uh, mostly because neither of us probably wanted to, and it, it's made easier to go faster this way when there's 12 games on a schedule and we have to do 56 teams or whatever. Um, more, 66, something like that. Uh, I have my projected point spread, like with my ratings for every single game on every team schedule, including some guesses about the FCS games, which are absolute disasters for me usually to try to figure out, but usually they're huge blots, so who cares? And then I've also made a note uh, there aren't just week one numbers. Uh, there are game of the year numbers at a lot of places for some of the bigger games on a schedule. So, for example, if we draw like a big SEC team, they would draw Georgia, for example, or LSU uh, or Alabama. We, I like six of those games, I think like five Georgia games, there are markets open. So we actually know what those numbers are. And I'll tell you what my number is too. And I'm usually pretty close on those, but, um, or I've been into them already. And, so it's kind of like a little different. It's not like, here's what it's like, no, here's my number. And actually there's also a market open and here's that number. So we actually kind of have a good idea about what it is. And then the schedule analysis at the end will be a little different. I'll have a, a, an average number of wins. Like you add up all the wins and, and you get a number. We'll compare that to the win total in the market. And we'll also talk about uh, a concept I wrote about on Substack last week called schedule flexibility, which is like how many blowouts, blowout losses do you have? So how many games really are we talking about when we talk about your schedule? Like if you're a 38 point favorite over eight teams, you roll out of bed you're eight no like we don't even talk about those games. you're eight no we don't even talk about that like so basically you play a four game schedule what are those four games how much should a half win be worth um what do we think of those four games like that might end up deciding what we want to bet in the market so some of the ways in which college football will be a little different but if you're a fan of eight buckets or you're a fan of lockbus especially eight buckets you'll recognize a lot of the language and a lot of the context and all the terms that we use all right, so why don't you pick the first SEC school out of the bucket? I'll read the schedule, and you give us some projected spreads, and we'll see if we can arrive at some bets. All right, so nope. let's see. We do, uh, we'll do a team out of the bucket, and uh, uh, we have drawn – oh, this is – well, I guess Georgia would have been appropriate. Uh, Alabama will be the first team that we okay. talked about. So that'll be good. We didn't get the defending national champ, two-time national champion, but obviously a uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty good team. I mean, really won a bunch of games this year. All right, so uh, Alex, just put put their oh, – great job by Alex. Uh, 10 is the win total in the market at BetMGM, over minus 155, under at plus 130 for the Crimson Tide. Ken, Alabama starts the year. Oh, the poor Blue, Ra- the Blue Raiders, right, of Middle Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, got a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like – the dump truck's coming. Beep. <laughs> which is which is funny because it's the noise a dump truck makes and it's also the flat line noise which is what middle tennessee's yeah, football true. program will do when alabama's <laughs> done with them uh alabama it's not the game's in tuscaloosa also alabama will host middle tennessee on september 2nd yeah we'll obviously go pretty quickly through some of these uh i actually i think there's a market there might be a market open on this game my spread is 42 
uh, for Alabama, <laughs> Middle Tennessee. So we will, we will call this a dump trucking. And again, if you're following along, I'll review everything at the end. Uh, that is a, a projected point spread greater than three touchdowns uh, as as that's the most blowout based bucket that we have. Uh, September 9th, one of the game of the years, Alabama will play Texas. Great game last year, obviously. Bryce Young pulling it out at the end for Alabama. I think we have a number on this game. It's about seven, right? Bama about minus seven. Yeah, so the uh, the markets on this game are between Alabama minus six and a half and Alabama minus seven. Uh, my number is between seven and seven and a half for Alabama. So that's really, again, seven in an NFL game. If I said that, you'd be like, oh my God, like what a big difference. It is a difference in college, but like not quite. Like it's just, there's so many more points. There's so many more touchdowns that it's not like as big of a deal. So like, this is not a very big difference for me. It does kind of determine like what bucket we put it in. Cause seven is that deciding number where it's like stops becoming a toss up. It starts becoming a jackhammering in the nomenclature we're going to use different bucket. Um, I'll go by the one in the market is I think the consensus number is more seven than six and a half. It doesn't really matter. Like the difference is actually quite minuscule. So uh, we will say it is an Alabama jackhammering, but uh, I think a lot of Texas fans will hope that it is not that. I, I haven't decided, by the way, for Feliz Naritav. I think Feliz Naritav is going to be Bama by like 40, but I haven't decided that. It might be it might be the double cross. We take Texas. Yeah. And Texas is, in fact, back. We'll see. I'd when recommend the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I think almost certainly I'll bet Bama in the game. Uh, September 16th, Alabama goes to South Florida. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It's honestly this segment's a winner just because we get to do that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's like, who cares what the projections are? Uh, my projected spread for this game: uh, Alabama by thirty-six. That's going to be a dump truck. Okay, yes, a dump truck. Uh, September twenty-third, Alabama welcomes in Lane Kiffin in Mississippi. This was uh, Lane Kiffin. Get your popcorn ready from last year, and then no popcorn needed to be consumed because it was because this was a dump trucking. Um, my so the market for this game and my projection are really close. The market for this game that's open is Alabama at home by fourteen. That's the number in the market consensus. Uh, my number is fifteen. So uh, whether you believe me, believe the market, maybe believe the market instead. The good news is you land in the same bucket, which is an Alabama just a railroading, not a dump trucking this time. All right, uh, the next game for Alabama will be Mississippi State on the road in Starkville on September 30th. Yeah, Mississippi State's going to be a really tough team to project, uh, obviously, and like not like making any jokes about like their coach passing away and kind of like what the transition of power coaching-wise is going to be there. Just It's going to be a really tough team to put a rating on, I think, right out of the gate. Um, but like have to try to do that and I uh, have to try to figure out what the point spread in the market will be. I came up with exactly two touchdowns, basically, like slightly more than 14. Um, I think you can make an argument like 13 and a half or something. I'm more likely to believe Mississippi State's worse than my rating than better based on all the things I kind of just alluded to. Uh, so I'll say at a minimum 14, uh, which puts this as a railroading. Uh, but rest in peace to Mike Leach. Zach Arnett, the new Mississippi State head coach, has been the defensive coordinator for about three seasons prior to Mike Leach's unfortunate passing. Zach Arnett takes over as the head coach right now of Mississippi State. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday. Eight buckets meets Lochmas. Schedule analysis right now for the Alabama Crimson Tide. October 7th. How about this one? Alabama gets to play their old friend Jimbo Fisher. Get your popcorn ready for this game, right? Alabama and Texas A&M. Uh, this one in College Station. Yeah, second smallest projected. Oh, actually, it's sort of, it's really, really close, depending on how you want to project these games out. Alabama essentially has three games on their schedule that project to have single-digit point spreads. Uh, Texas, the, uh, in game number two, uh, with Alabama hosting, is the first one we talked about. This, 
depending on how each team plays up to that point, is the second. It's kind of hovering right around 10, probably. And then Alabama hosting LSU, obviously traditional rivalry. Both teams project to be very good. Some people think LSU can win the national title this year. That'll likely be a sub-10 point spread also. Uh, my projection for this game is Alabama by between eight and a half and nine on the road. I don't think there's like a really good case that it'll be out of this seven to 14 bucket right now. Even if Texas A&M is really good, getting to seven in this game is going to be pretty tough. So we will call it a, what is the mildest blowout, the jackhammering uh, for right now. But obviously like crazy game last year, A&M wins. They played interesting games previously too. It doesn't mean it has to go this way, but one of the smaller projected spreads on Alabama's schedule, something like eight and a half, nine right now. October 14th, Alabama hosts Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Uh, there is a market open for this game. It's exactly the same as my mm -hmm. number. It is Alabama by 19, uh, and that puts it in the railroading category. I love this. Uh, we now move to October 21st. Am I going to be looking for revenge after the way this game ended last year? Like a Tennessee 85-yard field goal to walk it off. Bama will host the Tennessee Volunteers, now without both Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, both in the NFL. Yeah, I can tell when I do all the SEC teams that I'm off on Tennessee in a way that I think they're going to be worse, not by a lot, but by maybe a field goal in like every game. And I can tell in some of the look ads with Georgia, with Florida, that's like, that's the team that I'm different than the market on is I think Tennessee is going to be a little worse than the market does. Um, just asking them to follow up that season. So the number in the market for this game uh, with Alabama at home is nine and a half. And my number in the game is about 12. Uh, it can maybe 13, something like that, like a realistic number. So the good news is whoever whoever sort of wins that argument when we get to the day of the game, uh, that's in the 7-14 to 14 category, which is a jackhammering. Um, so this could end up being one of the other single-digit games on Alabama's schedule. I'll just be honest, I think that is extremely unlikely, and I think the point spread is likely to be more than this. Uh, Bama will then go on its bye and come out of the bye playing another team that they lost to last year in like a heart-stopping fashion at the end of the game, and that is LSU, but this time Bama hosts the game against Brian Kelly and company in Tuscaloosa. So here is a game where I'm very, very, very close to the market, but actually across buckets, <laughs> which is really crazy. So the look-aheads on this game consensus are Alabama by six and a half at home, and my number is like between seven and seven and a half. So it kind of determines, basically like this will answer the question, like do we think Alabama plays a toss-up game this year in terms of how we project? Um, with all the hype around LSU, like I... I'm okay to just use the number in the market. It's also not that big of a difference. It makes for fun conversation. Uh, this is the smallest projected spread I have on Alabama's schedule by a couple points. Um, at the Texas game would be kind of the same dynamic, like six and a half, seven, seven and a half. Uh, I actually make them both pr pretty similar. So these are the two closest to losses. If you're trying to be like, who's Alabama going to lose to this year? Your first two choices would be the game two against Texas, but I think more realistically, like the LSU game, just because it's always a bloodbath. Uh, I'll say we can call this a toss up and I think that's fine, but very, very small distinction here, like six and a half or seven. Uh, the next game would be more interesting if it were basketball, but it's football, and it will be Alabama mm. traveling to Kentucky on November 11th to take on Mark Stoops and the Wildcats. Yeah, I, slightly less than two touchdowns, but I think two touchdowns makes a lot of sense. I actually think Kentucky could be really good this year when we get to them for what Kentucky is, not like playoff good or anything, but uh, I called it slightly less than 14, so just a jackhammering. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, Alabama hosts I mean, Chattanooga on November 18th. We'll pass that game. Dump trucking. Yeah, Do you want to give a point spread? Million dump trucking. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then uh, final, final game of the regular season, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, the Iron Bowl. Uh, this time Auburn hosts the game with new head coach Hugh Freeze. 
yeah, and Auburn's going to be another one of those teams. Uh, Mississippi State, for a different reason, tough to project this year. Uh, Auburn's kind of kind of going the USC route. So, like, huge head coach who wins a ton everywhere he goes instead of Brian Harson. So, obviously, like, worthy of an upgrade, but how much in one year, too? And then raid the transfer portal and, like, overturn the roster a ton also, including at the quarterback position, probably. So, like... The rating here is going to be so much of a guess. The look-ahead market for this game is Alabama by 13 on the road. My number is 14, so, like, we're thinking the same way. But I think so much volatility with Auburn's rating. Could see it being less. Um, I think we can call it a just a jackhammering maybe for now and, like, believe the 13. All right, coming up next, we will put a bow on the Alabama conversation. Any bets to be made as a result of this analysis? And then we'll pick a new SEC school out of the bucket and give you schedule analysis there. Eight Bucket slash Lochmas rolls on right after this.